Welcome to the Better Off Bonus Call of the Week. I'm Jill Schlesinger, your host, and this is where we do a little special something for anyone out there who's got a financial question that's kind of eating them up. If you would like to get on the air live with me, just send us an email, askjill at betteroffpodcast.com. That's askjill at betteroffpodcast.com. I'll be able to flex my CFP muscles and try to help steer you in the right direction. And don't forget, we'll be dropping a new episode of the full podcast on Thursday. So hopefully you're a subscriber. If not, go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Today, we're talking to Brian from Seattle. Hi, Brian. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Sure, what's up? Um, I'm trying to decide uh, if it still makes sense for me to buy disability insurance. Hmm, tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay, uh, I'm 53, uh, married, my wife works full-time, I've got two teenagers. Um, I've been self-employed most of my professional life, and therefore buying disability insurance. Mm -hmm. Which, just so everybody knows, I mean, disability insurance is insuring against something bad happening to you so that you wouldn't be able to perform your job. And it's expensive. I mean, a lot of people get this as a corporate benefit. But Brian, I know that when I was self-employed, I was like, wow, this is this is a big benefit to pay for on your own, right? Yeah, I'm paying about $7,000 a year, yeah, I, uh, which has uh, own occupation coverage and also uh, what's called a refund of premium feature. Okay, so the reason why that's important for anyone who's self-employed, own occupation means the insurance company is saying, we will insure against something bad happening to you that would prevent you from doing your own occupation versus a different kind of disability which covers any occupation. So, Brian, what do you do for a living? I'm a composer. Oh, interesting. Okay, so... Um, you know, it would be the difference between saying Brian couldn't do his job as a composer and we're going to pay him the money, you know, 60 percent of whatever he earned previously versus Brian can actually flip burgers. So we're not paying out on this policy. And that's why own occupation coverage is so much more expensive than any occupation coverage. All right. So you're paying the seven grand a year, not insignificant. Tell me more about what you're considering here. I've been able to put enough away that, uh, according to your your metric of being able to generate income with uh, 3% or less withdrawal rate, mm-hmm. I could probably live okay on that. Not great, but okay. Yeah, I, I mean, okay. it wouldn't be flying around the world every six months, but I'd, I'd, I'd be okay. I wouldn't be counting pennies. Okay. Um, so it occurred to me that if, I, if you know, the worst did happen and I couldn't work in my field anymore, I could, I suppose, just retire. Mm-hmm. How much do you earn, approximately? Uh, it varies anywhere from seventy-five to two hundred a year, something like that. Or would you, uh, you know, you're young, you're in your early fifties, but how much longer do you think you'd like to work? Oh, I could see working for another five, ten years, and then maybe pseudo retiring, like to teaching or something like that. You know, okay, so. In my first blush is like, well, you've got enough money. You don't really need to pay that seven grand. But I mean, if it were seven grand because you're making 200 grand a year, I'd say, oh, you know what? Just keep doing it for the next five years and then wind it down. I guess that while you're still in this peak earning years in these years, you know, is it worth it to you to pay the seven grand in case something awful were to occur to be able to live a bigger, a, a more comfortable lifestyle? And and I guess that's really a question that I'd ask you. I would hate it if something happened where you said, okay, I went from making 
whatever, let's make it do an average, you know, 135, 40 grand a year. And now I'm making zero. Boy, it sure would be nice to have that, you know, 80 grand a year coming in tax free. Mm -hmm. So I'm inclined to say keep it for a few more years till you beefed up your savings to the point where you are really like, I wouldn't even have to change my lifestyle if something bad happened to me. Right. I feel like you're a few years away from making the decision to dump it, but not it. you're not there yet. And I and I know that it's uh, it's one of those weird things about insurance. Like, darn it, I didn't become disabled this year. No, you're not saying that. You're saying yeah, I'm totally happy that I pay the money and don't have. To do that. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so I think that just a few more years. Let's get you to you know fifty five, fifty six. Let's get you there. Let's get a few more dollars in the bank. Let's get um, and between you and and your wife, by the way. And then, you know, I think you'll be in a better place to make that decision. But I think keep it for a few more years. All right. Sound like a deal? Sounds like a deal. Have a great day. Thanks for calling, Brian. Okay, that's a wrap of our Better Off Bonus Question of the Week. If you've got a question, it's simple. Send us an email at askjill at betteroffpodcast.com. We'll arrange to get you on. And don't forget, in just a couple of days, there's a brand new episode of the Better Off Podcast sponsored by Betterman. Talk to you then. 